Looking to sound like you know what's going on in the world? Social strategy, comedy, and other funny stuff? Well, join the club and settle in for the Jeff Dawaskin Show. It's not the podcast we deserve, but the podcast we all need with your host, Jeff Dawaskin. All right, Harrison, thank you for that amazing introduction, as always. And to all my listeners, welcome to episode 19. So happy to have you back. And speaking of back, you know who's back for today's episode? Dan Zier. That's right. Star Wars expert host of Coffee with Kenobi. You loved him in episode five where we talked about The Empire Strikes Back. Well, we got a whole new topic to talk about this time. That's going to be amazing. Speaking of amazing, thanks to everyone who's been liking and subscribing to the show via their favorite podcast app. Can't thank you enough. You can always check out all the shows at jeffdwaskinshow.com. You can also go to jeffisfunny.com if you can't spell my last name. That's the actual show website. Either one. Lots of great content at both. Check them out, but definitely like and subscribe via your favorite podcast app. That's the best way to get firsthand the new episodes as they come out. Much appreciated. Okay, in a little bit, we're going to talk about The Mandalorian with Star Wars expert Dan Zare of Coffee with Kenobi, an amazing podcast you should be listening to and subscribe to. If you're not already, do that. So here's a show. I didn't discover it or anything. Everyone's talking about it, but I'm putting my full weight of endorsement behind it. You need to be watching Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is like the greatest show ever takes place decades after Danny and Johnny's big conflict and kind of puts it in present day and sort of turns the whole perspective, turns the whole perspective, shows you everything from Johnny's point of view. It's amazing. If you love the Karate Kid, this is just such an amazing, it's more than just nostalgia. They did an amazing job continuing this story. I cannot wait for season three. I can't recommend this enough. Okay, I have to make... An announcement. I've decided something. It's it's really important. I'm kind of announcing it here on the podcast, and I hope I hope everyone can stand behind me. I've decided just to stop getting haircuts. I started again, and then I realized why am I paying for haircuts when I am not going anywhere? And frankly, I haven't put product in my hair for so long that when I do, if I go out on a Saturday night with my wife. My hair doesn't even behave right anymore. So it just, it looks ridiculous. So I'm always wearing a hat anyway. So why not just go free? I'm going free, folks. I am, I am cutting myself loose from the haircut people of the world. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just, it had to happen. It's happening. I'm announcing it here. I hope, I hope everyone can, can stand behind me. All right. Well, our sponsor this week is Assorted Size and Color Rubber Bands. Yeah. Everyone's favorite rubber object. They're smooth, they stretch, they have excellent hold, and they're conveniently reusable. They can also fend off attackers if your attacker is a four to eight year old child. Assorted Rubber Bands. Great for any occasion. All right. Well, definitely, definitely check out rubber bands. Buy some rubber bands. Support the sponsor. That's how we keep the lights on. So thank you again for all your support of all of our sponsors across all 19 episodes. Thank you. And now here's my conversation with Dan Zare. 
Hey, due to popular demand, you couldn't stop emailing me, Twittering me, all that kind of stuff. I convinced Dan Zare, the host of Coffee with Kenobi, to come back and join us and talk some more Star Wars. Dan, welcome back. Well, thank you, brother. I love what you've done with the place. I am fired up and ready to talk some Star Wars and have some laughs with you. Yeah, this is good. So uh, was it last time we talked about Empire Strikes Back? It was 40... 40 years. Now it's been 42 years. No, it's, <laughs> it's yeah, been two you years since you come so back to the show. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, what I'm into, and uh, uh, Disney Plus tricked me into getting my money, and then I watched all the Mandalorian <laughs> in like a day and a half, and I just, because this is Disney magic, can't mm. get myself to not subscribe anymore because <laughs> I just it's need great. to be there. When the Mandalorian comes back. Do you mm-hmm. love it? I think it's tremendous. I think it's it's great storytelling. And I'm extra happy about it because when I originally heard about the concept, I thought, well, you know, there's some lone gunman. He's a he's a he's a Mandalorian, he's a bounty hunter, and he's kind of in the seedy underbelly of the galaxy. I thought, well, okay, that's fine. But Star Wars, as George has said, on the behind the scenes of the Mandalorian too and other things, Star Wars should be should give people hope. It should be made with kids in mind. And it should be family friendly. And I thought, if you're going to make Star Wars without hope, I don't need the Sopranos or Clint Eastwood in Star Wars. I, I want I want some optimism. There's enough cynicism in the world as it is. Give me some hope and something to latch on to. Because that's what his stories do. That's what a good mythology does. It gives you examples of heroism and courage and bravery and standing up for the oppressed and inspires us in spite of ourselves sometimes because fiction opens up a door where we're more willing to take in the message. So then the Mandalorian starts, and I'm drawn into it right away. The effects are incredible, especially when, of course, when you see how they make this show. It's absolutely mind-blowing. I'm assuming you're watching the behind-the-scenes of The Mandalorian. I haven't. I'm going to have to check it out. Oh, Is it on Disney Plus, too? Yes. It's going to blow your mind. Oh, my it's God. It's going to absolutely blow your mind. This is so it's, it's great. Every week is about a different aspect, like story, special effects. It's it's unbelievable how they do it. Yeah, well, after you watch it, we'll, I'll come back on. And if I have to wait another two years. <laughs> and we'll we'll talk about it, but it, but I think it's phenomenal, and the fact that they could surprise us with a child slash baby Yoda is almost unprecedented. I mean, we talked last time about the Empire Strikes Back and how amazing it was that you know spoil, the big secret of all Darth Vader is Luke's father was not ever ruined, and they kept this one pretty closely under wraps too. They they purposely withheld making toys or licensing for it, and you know. Which just for the sake of story, which is really, really rare. They can't seem to do that for casting news for season two. And it's great because the show is kind of sort of where Star Wars is at. People who aren't Star Wars fans love it. Even my wife said to me, I think I want to watch The Mandalorian. I couldn't believe it because everyone was talking about it. Of course, the child drinking soup, that, you know, that meme and that, that, that gif seemed to really take the world by storm. But I love what that, it's just like when a new Star Wars movie c- comes out, Families go to the movie theaters and take pictures by a movie poster because it's Star Wars. You never see that for anything else, but you do for Star Wars. And The Mandalorian has captured some of that magic, and I, and I think it's tremendous. Yeah, I, I loved it immediately. It feels like old Star Wars. If, or when I say it, I mean, it feels right. like Star Wars. Like the, sure. the feel of that movie, mm-hmm. they captured 
perfectly. I, I feel like it, it doesn't feel like over animated with characters or anything like that. And yeah, the storytelling is just great. And it, and it kind of plays on. So they, as I, as I read stuff, like uh, there's a line in, uh, well, I guess we'll tie everything back to our last chat about, like there's a line in Empire Strikes Back where Darth Vader says to Boba Fett, no uh, disintegrations, right? right. <laughs> and nobody even knew what that it didn't mean anything. It was right. just a line, right? right? And they made it mean something uh-huh. in the new show, right? Which I think is great. Is that is it? It's got to be purposeful, right? I mean, are, they, are people just going in, finding the little nip nits, and like just saying, "All right, where where can we expand and kind of grow on things and make past comments and scenes and actions mean something even more?" Sure. Well, the, uh, one of the executive producers and he directed two episodes from season one is Dave Filoni who's responsible for the vision of helping bring the Clone Wars out the ground along with George Lucas and then Star Wars Rebels. He's an amazing, gifted storyteller, very charismatic. He learned from George Lucas for, what, 10 years, something like that. And so he's an encyclopedia of Star Wars knowledge. So, yeah, he throws in stuff and, and is constantly telling everybody, oh, no, okay, this blaster, this is actually made by this company and this part of the planet and the galaxy, and here's how it works, and here's why they make it. Here's why this armor looks like this. Here's why this happens. Here's why this line might be significant. Yeah, they have people that are doing that and connecting it, these Easter eggs and these things so that longtime Star Wars fans like the two of us and your listeners will know, oh, that must be why Boba Fett says that on the bridge of the Star Destroyer and the Empire Strikes Back, because or why Vader does, because that means something. That Mandalorian weaponry is powerful stuff, and they don't mess around. This is the way. This is, I have spoken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, Baby Yoda is is the cutest thing mm-hmm. in the world. Yes, it's I amazing agree. how you can feel for Mando as a as a father figure for him, and you never mm-hmm. even see his face. I mean, he's just wearing a mask. I mean, that's just the power of just the whole. None of us are being paid by Disney, by the way. <laughs> no, unfortunately. Well, well, not the, for this. Yeah. The, the, um, yeah, the fact that Pedro Pascal can emote and get such empathy from us and evoke such pathos with a head tilt or a pause or silence or, or posture, it's like, it's like a masterclass in mime acting, really. I mean, it's, it's classic Hollywood training. And, you know, they have another actor who does a lot of the gun stuff. They have another actor who does a lot of the fighting. But it's Pedro who carries carries that. And I think they're looking at the Golden Globes is kind of re-looking at how they nominate people for acting because of Pedro Pascal's performance with this helmet on for 99% of the first season. Yeah, it's uh, and even in the one scene where he does take it off yeah. with the loophole that for the reason he could it was just yeah the whole the whole thing was so uh, speaking of boba fett from earlier the so the rumor is maybe it's more than a rumor but like the boba fett is going to be in mandalorian season two even though he died in empire strikes back yeah (laughs) and return of the jedi yeah yes return yeah Yeah, he died in return of the jedi that's okay yeah oh i'm so embarrassed (laughs) (laughs) no anyway we knew what you meant i'll edit that out no i'm just kidding (laughs) well i accidentally called um Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader's son, before we did this call. And my wife goes, wait, what? I wonder I'm confused. She goes, is Anakin the son or is Luke? I said, Luke's the son. She goes, well, you just said Anakin. I said, well, I meant Luke. So that's, see, that's just what happened. There, there you go. We're all, so, our, we're all honest. Our cards are on the table. 
So Boba Fett supposedly got eaten by the Sarlacc in Return of the Jedi. That's what I hear, yeah. It was originally called Revenge of the Jedi. That's right. <laughs> okay. Look at you. I had to redeem myself a little bit. You did. Bit. But the, uh, <laughs> and so like, what does that mean? Was there other canon where he is alive or? No, he's never. I mean, there's all there's like all kinds of novels from the Legends line slash expanded universe where he was around, but he's never shown his face uh, in any canonical stories after Return of the Jedi. So you know, it remains to be seen. There is an episode. I think it's the f- the fifth episode uh, where Fennec Shand is is killed. That's um, the actress from Agents of Shield. I cannot think of her name. I know, but, you know. yeah, yeah, but she dies, or it seems that she dies, and there's some sort of cloaked figure that stands by her, and it's and you can hear like the sound of spurs as they're walking. It's not, you know, Din Djarin, the Mandalorian. So a lot of people said, oh, that maybe that's Boba Fett. Maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, with that kind of weaponry and resources, and if he's as skilled as everyone says he is, allegedly he could get out of that predicament. I don't know. It'd be great if he did and he and Han Solo could confront each other again, but I don't know that that's going to happen. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be very And cool. then Ahsoka from Clone Wars. Yes. Ahsoka Tano. Love her. Yeah. So how much of the end of that last season of Clone Wars that they brought back was purposeful to tie into The Mandalorian? <laughs> Well, I would assume it would be the other way around because the Clone Wars takes took like two, three years to get that stuff off the ground. So I'm a, so I'm gonna get and I'm you know, John Favreau wrote all the episodes of the season one of the Mandalorian and probably did for season two as well. And so when he wrote it, you know, I don't know, I doubt that it was totally in conjunction. But what the Lucasfilm Story Group does is they have a group of people who whose job is to fact check and, and check the timelines and, and make sure, you know, Hey, no, you can't tell a story cause we're telling that story somewhere else, but maybe you could try this approach. They're always kind of helping the guide the ship to keep things consistent and in linear to a degree. So I don't know. It just, it's brilliant. Like you had said earlier in the show, the fact that they're able to take lines or moments or passages from these and make them work even better with other stories, I think is really, really cool. And, I think that's the way you should do it. I agree. And then, you know, fine. One last thing. One last, I wasn't familiar with this, but guy from Breaking Bad, Moff Gideon's character. Yes. <laughs> he yes. was an amazing actor. Agreed. And uh, I could watch him all day. The Dark Saber. Take us out. Tell us what, <laughs> what, what that is. Because <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, there's, uh, there was one in, the, in Mandalore. Mandalore is, of course, the planet where the Mandalorians are from. And there was one Jedi who who built a dark saber and it's the only one in existence. And tip, the, the story goes that whoever owns this thing, is the leader of Mandalore, the most respected of Mandalore and Sabine Wren from rebels has it. Bo-Katan ends up having it. She's played by Katie Sackhoff from Battlestar Galactica fame uh, animated. And she's going to be live action in season two as well. So the last we saw uh, in rebels, which takes place right before new hope, she had it. But then this takes place, I believe, five years after Return of the Jedi. And all of a sudden, Moff Gideon has the Darksaber. So how it went from Bo-Katan's hands, who wouldn't give it up lightly. She's a, quite a powerful warrior. The fact that he got it somehow doesn't bode well for Bo-Katan, or maybe he stole it. or I don't really know, but it is definitely fascinating to kind of see that happen. There's a great timeline episode, I think, in Season 4 of Rebels, or Kanan Jarrus, I am such a nerd, by the way. Or <laughs> Kanan Jarrus teaches Sabine how to use the Darksaber and he gives the history of that Darksaber. It's really fascinating stuff. Folks, as you can tell, there is no one 
that knows more about Star Wars <laughs> than Dan Zare. Dan, um, plug your stuff. You got Coffee with Kenobi, which has gone on for seven years. Dan, just so you know, is one of the most popular Star Wars podcasters in the world. So I'm like overexcited that he's here. Again. Oh, you're very kind. And, I, and I hope that the check didn't bounce. Thank you. <laughs> Dan, plug your book. You got a book. You got all this kind of great stuff. Tell, take us out with it. Yeah, for sure. Well, the Star Wars book is written by myself, Pablo Hidalgo of the Lucasfilm Story Group and Star Wars writer Cole Horton. It's a series of curated essays that looks at a lot of the stuff about the Star Wars saga, the entire world. And it's it's a very, I can't say too much about it, but I will say that it will completely open your mind to a lot of different stuff about the Star Wars saga. You can find my podcast, Coffee with Kenobi, each and every week, wherever you can find podcasts. You can also find Coffee with Kenobi on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest, and YouTube. Every Monday night, I do a Facebook Live show at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Uh, I write for stars.com and IGN. And then if you are interested in building your brand or starting a blog or a podcast, you, you can find me at danzmedia.com and I will help you get that process started. Dan, you are so impressive. I can't even get over it. Oh, the, thanks, uh, brother. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I'm sure the response to this will be amazing and I'll have you back again. And we'll talk more Star Wars. I would love it, dude. <laughs> I would love it. Thanks again. All right. Thanks, buddy. Well, that was fun. It's always great catching up with old friends, especially ones that know so much about Star Wars. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you haven't watched The Mandalorian, definitely watch The Mandalorian. Season two is coming out pretty soon. And definitely check out that behind the scenes documentary on Disney Plus that Dan was talking about. I started to watch the first episode and it is awesome. So totally check that out. And Dan was right, by the way. The Mandalorian is for everyone. I watched it again with my wife. She loved it, and we can't wait to watch season two together. So definitely jump right in. Do it. All right, now it's time that you love where we dive deep into a trending hashtag on Twitter brought to you by the hashtag Roundup Family of Games. This one, in line with both our host and topic of The Mandalorian, Hashtag Baby Yoda songs, the ultimate song Baby Yoda mashup game. I'm sure you heard about it. I'm sure you read about it. It was brought to us by Tag Assassin, and they are amazing on Mondays. And I'm going to read you a bunch of tweets. Go to at Jeff Dwoskin Show on Twitter. You can retweet them or in the show notes. I'll list all the tweets. You can follow these funny, funny people. All right, let's do it. Hashtag Baby Yoda songs. This is taking kind of anything Yoda or Baby Yoda, mashing it up with a song, and coming up with a new hilarious thing. All right, hashtag Baby Yoda songs. This little Yoda of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. I didn't say I could sing. I just said, <laughs> ice, ice, Yoda, baby. <laughs> He's a mashup. Yoda wanted I want. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yoda wanted that warm. <laughs> Stand by your Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, God. I was so much Yoda then. I'm younger than that now. All right. <laughs> oh, this one you're going to love. Baby Yoda. Do, 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 do. Baby Yoda. Do, 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 do. Baby Yoda. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Raise your hand if you hate me now. <laughs> Jeremiah was a yummy bullfrog. Boom, boom, boom. Because <laughs> Baby Yoda loved bullfrogs. All right. Yoda inspiration. <laughs> I can't. Yoda so beautiful to me. 
Oh, man. I can't drive. I'm almost 55. <laughs> I think we forget Baby Yoda's 55. All right. Well, those are hashtag Baby Yoda songs. Apologies for the horrible singing voice. But that's it. All right. Thanks again for joining us for episode 19. Thanks to my guest, Dan Zier, for joining me again. Definitely go check out The Mandalorian. Check out hashtag Roundup for, for tons of hashtag fun. Also, follow us at Jeff Dwoskin Show on Twitter. Find us on one of your favorite podcast apps. Like, subscribe, follow, listen to all the episodes, tell your friends. And until then, I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Jeff Dwoskin Show with your host, Jeff Dwoskin. Now go repeat everything you heard and sound like a genius. Catch us online at thejeffdwoskinshow.com or follow us on Twitter at Jeff Dwoskin Show. And we'll see you next time. Oh, 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 oh,